0: Welcome back. I hope everybody listening is well and has had a good week. For me, the last couple of weeks have been so busy. Um, I've had lots of different things to juggle, um, but I've also been working with some really new, wonderful clients too. So I thought I would just share a couple of highlights from my working week. So This week I finished a second session with a new client and they already said how they are noticing really profound changes within themselves and this was their quote that everybody should be having hypnotherapy which I'm going to second because I also had a hypnotherapy session myself this week. Now people are often surprised when I say that I have therapy too but just because I do what I do it doesn't mean that I'm exempt from feeling overwhelmed or finding things for me to work on and release. And when it comes to personal development, it really is a continual process. And I always find for myself and also for clients that as we grow and evolve, and as we reach goals, there's always a new glass ceiling that we have to break through, or there are, you know, limiting beliefs that come up to the surface that previously, previously we hadn't become aware of. And I really find the hypnotherapy is one of the most effective forms of therapy. Um, And I'm not just saying that because it's my job. Um, As I said, I use it myself too, but it really is so incredibly powerful for getting so, you know, really deep down into the root of why you are thinking and feeling a certain way. And then obviously having that ability to reprogram your mind and let go of those limiting beliefs and, you know, negative feelings that are coming up is just so incredibly freeing and powerful. So, This leads me on to my second work highlight of the week. Now, as I just said, our minds are really incredibly powerful and also intriguing. So this week I received an email, uh, which is a follow-up from a client that I first worked with a couple of months ago. Now, they came to me with a fear of flying. So when I'm working with phobia clients, I always ask, first of all, if there have been any specific events that have triggered that phobia or they feel may have contributed to it. And normally there are, and we work from that point. So with this particular client, there really had been a couple of significant events relating to flying, which would totally make sense that it would have caused them to have a phobic response. Now, my client felt incredibly anxious in the run-up to the flights, and they would find themselves constantly needing the toilet and almost having to be dragged on board the flight. It was that bad. So we worked together for two sessions, And at the end the client said that they were feeling a lot calmer and they had a flight booked for a couple of weeks after our session so um, we said okay look we've done the two sessions let's see how this flight goes how you're feeling so after this flight, the client emailed me and they said that they did feel a lot calmer than they had previously, but there was still something kind of there. And they still found that there was kind of like an obsessive need to keep going to the toilet. And there was still a little bit of anxiety around that. So we did another session and we really looked into the feelings that they were feeling around flying or certainly at being at the airport. So on this occasion, I used some different techniques, which allowed me to go back through their past and identify times that actually weren't related to flying, but where they had felt this panicky feeling, um, and particularly around um, the, sort of the toilet and needing to go kind of very urgently. And really fascinatingly, it transpired that actually, despite the significant events around flying, um, this... Really wasn't about flying at all, but actually was about m- more about kind of the toilet and not feeling um, able to get to one if, if needs be. So, my client recalled times as a child and as an adult where this really had posed a problem to them. So we worked on it in that session. We felt really good that we got to the root cause of the problem, and really fortunately again, my client had a flight booked um, shortly after our third session. So we were able to really kind of see this time if we'd nailed it and got to the bottom of kind of what was causing this you know unpleasant response and these unwanted feelings and I received an amazing email this week as I said at the start of this from them saying how they had stayed so incredibly calm and relaxed in the run up to the flight at the airport Uh, They didn't have that need to continually go to the toilet um, and how, for the first time ever, they were the first people to board the plane and there was no anxiety around that. They were at the gate, they were ready to get on board and once they boarded, they just sat down and were just really chilled and calm. And then also, they went on to mention that whilst they were on that trip, they also went on a roller coaster, which they said would have previously been something they most definitely would not have done so for me this was just such a wonderful success story for my client and you know now they freed themselves of this kind of limiting belief this phobia that was really causing so much distress for them in the run-up to flying or on board flights and it just really blows my mind how amazing our minds are how we store and process things even after all the years that I've been doing this it still absolutely fascinates me So when I was thinking about the topic for this week's podcast I kind of was thinking about my life and kind of how busy it's been and it led me to think about boundaries and I thought this would be a really good time to talk about boundaries because we're fast approaching Christmas and that is definitely a time of year when we need boundaries um be that boundaries with family members or friends or even boundaries around what we're spending and of course around our mental health which really can be put under strain at this time of year. Now, if you are somebody who, you know, it doesn't have great boundaries in place or maybe struggles with that, it can sometimes conjure up negative thoughts about how it's, you know, we might be pushing somebody away or being rude. Um, But it's really not at all. It's about taking control of our energy and our resources and really creating that balance and harmony again, which we were talking about in the previous episode. And I always remind my clients that you cannot pour from an empty jug. So it is absolutely not rude or selfish to prioritise our needs. Because when we focus on ourselves, what we then find is we have more resources, we have more patience for everybody else who needs us. So, when we are creating boundaries in our lives, what we're really doing is getting clear on what we are willing and not willing to tolerate. So the question I pose to you is, are you good at setting boundaries in all areas of your life? Now, some of us might find it easier to set boundaries around work, but not so much around kind of like our personal life or vice versa. So yeah, are you good at setting boundaries in all areas of your life? And this is something that really comes up a lot when I'm working with clients um, and in particular clients who are experiencing anxiety uh, because really when we're experiencing anxiety what we're often trying to do is keep everybody else happy. We're trying to be everything to everyone so we're scared to say no because we fear that might mean we're perceived as a bad person and then we kind of fail to set and maintain those boundaries, which then results in us doing everything and feeling super frustrated. And it's as if like our heads are going to explode. So how do you know if you do have good boundaries in place? And I think the simple answer there is you feel balanced and in control. Well, at least in the most part. Anyway, I think all of us in the run up to Christmas at some point get a bit frustrated. I know I felt that way. I sat down yesterday and wrote a list out of about 15 different things that I needed to remember for my kids for school, be that a donation for this, hand that in, a dress update, a concert. I just, I'd gone through so many emails and I just had to write it all down because I was like, I'm going to forget something here. And my, I think my favourite thing was my son's class, uh, creating a hamper for the school fair and the topic or the the area that they have to create a hamper in is cats, (laughs) a cat hamper. So I have to go and buy cat treats for the cat hamper. So yeah, this, it, it is a time where, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. So boundaries are absolutely imperative. So when we are setting boundaries and we are maintaining them, it does not make us a bad person. But if you're someone who hasn't set them before, it really can seem daunting now, our subconscious mind likes what is familiar to us, not necessarily what is good for us. So, if we've always said yes when we mean no, and we've always taken on more than we know we can reasonably handle, to then suddenly say no or put a boundary in place and do something in a different way, we're going to expect to feel uneasy because our subconscious mind is saying, hold on a second, we don't say no, this feels uncomfortable and if our subconscious doesn't have a pattern to match back to, it feels uncomfortable, it feels unfamiliar, then it's going to revert us back to our old ways of being, thinking, and feeling, and they're often going to be unhelpful. And intellectually, we know that, but we just can't seem to break that cycle. And we might find that be in the form of, you know, hearing that little voice inside our head that kind of says, oh, well, you know, It doesn't matter, for example, if I don't take a lunch break today because it's raining and it's just easier if I keep on working through and I'm gonna so and so put that extra meeting in my diary. Oh, it's just easier to just do it rather than say, can you remove that? etc. And we just then find we continually find ourselves in that kind of negative repetitive cycle. That was a tongue twister. Negative repetitive cycle. (laughs) So how can we start? How can we start putting in boundaries? How can we start you know creating that that balance in our lives so that we can you know be our most authentic versions of ourselves? And as I really think, it's about getting clear. So how do you want to be and how do you want to feel? And if I implement boundaries, well, what do I want them to look like? I would always say, first of all, just take a moment, quiet in your mind. Sit calmly where there's no other distractions and just get really clear and specific and in particular focusing on how much better you're going to feel so how do I want to be how do I want to feel because when you're starting to think in that way you're in that intellectual part of your brain you're feeling balanced and it's kind of optimistic you're not operating from that primitive fear-based part of your brain so how do I want to be how do I want to feel And then it's about making small incremental changes, because when we do this, we are then going to get both parts of our mind on board. If we suddenly go in and make loads of changes, all in instance, then our subconscious mind is going to be like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? It's going to sense there's a danger. It's going to pick up on that unfamiliarity, and it's going to just put the the brakes on, and it's going to get you to revert back to your familiar old ways of being, thinking, and feeling. And This became a problem for my clients, particularly during lockdown. This was something that really came up a lot then because, you know, we'd gone from working in an office to working at home. So it was really, really easy just to keep working that extra 10 minutes and then another and then another until it was an hour. And then we didn't take a lunch break until that just became the new norm. And and habits are created through repetition, be that good ones or bad ones. And of course, just to caveat that, yes, there are times where we do need to be flexible and maybe we do need to work a bit longer or work for a lunch or, you know, go above and beyond. But again, you know, it's putting things into, into context, isn't it? So setting boundaries early is key. So as they say, start as you mean to go on. So let's look at Christmas, for example, which is the most wonderful time of the year or so they say. Um, But yeah, it can be the most stressful. And like I was saying, about the 15, God knows how many, activities, reminders, cat donations I had to think of this week, you know, it can feel really overwhelming. So if, for example, you kind of dread the rush of having to see so many family members, or, you know, there's that expectation for you to spend more than you feel you can comfortably afford to spend... It's about getting clear early on how do you want things to be, how do you want to feel and then importantly opening those channels of communication because when there is clear communication then there is clear understanding and then there is clear boundary setting. So if stating your case isn't something you've done before and as I've mentioned your subconscious is going to step in and intervene if it feels unfamiliar, you then might find that you start to Negatively forecast what the other person might say. So, for example, you might think, Oh, I I could say, Actually, I'm not going to see that person on that day. We could go and see them on the 30th because that means we've got a couple of days just to kind of chill out and relax and do nothing. And then you might start to, in your mind, role play, Oh my gosh, but if I say that, then they may think this, then they will say that. And it would just turn into this real negative chatter kind of firing up and overwhelming your mind. So how can we overcome this? How can we overcome this kind of negative forecasting and catastrophizing when we're starting to think about boundaries or start to implement them? And it really comes back to using your imagination. So whatever change you are trying to make in your life, be that I know you've got an interview coming up, you've got to do some personal speaking, or you need to set a boundary your imagination is one of the most powerful tools that you can utilize because it is like our own secret rehearsal room. So I say this every episode, but your mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. So when we're practicing in our mind, when we're visualizing how we want to be, how we want to feel, how we want a conversation to go, when we're making it clear and vivid and really feeling those positive feelings as we see that image, what we're doing is we are reprogramming our subconscious mind. We're storing those positive um, examples, those positive patterns in our mind. So when we find that we're in the situation physically, we're really talking to that person or that event is really happening. Our minds are like, oh, okay, we've done this before, even though we've only been imagining it. Um, it it doesn't matter. It's still stored. So when you do come to physically carry out that task, your brain is on board and it's more likely to go how you want it to go. Another really powerful tool for kind of for setting boundaries and making positive changes is to journal. So even if you're not a writer, journaling is just one of the most powerful tools that you can use in addition to your imagination. Um, Because when you're writing things down, what you're finding is that you begin to reframe those thoughts and you gain a kind of real deeper clarity on how you want things to be. And and you can really find as well that it helps you to kind of discover answers to problems too. And, you know, journaling is something you can use on any subject. But when you're kind of writing things down and you're just kind of flowing with your pen on the paper, you can kind of go off in a tangent or some people find it just really tricky to kind of know what to write and and kind of how to sort of even start so journal prompts are always a really good way to kind of start the process of of journaling and keeping yourself on track and really making sure that you're getting the most out of that journaling session so these are some journal prompts that i put together for boundaries. What I'm going to do is write them in the show notes below so you can um, copy them from there if, you, if you'd if you like to use these ones, or I'm sure you can find loads if you just kind of Google boundaries, even journal prompts for boundary setting, that's what I was trying to say. Um, but the ones that I've used or that I've shared with my clients before are as follows. So the first one is, what area of my life needs more space? So really helping you there to start break start to break down the areas where you do need to start implementing those boundaries. The second one is, how would it feel to have more boundaries around my time and energy? Are there judgments about myself or others that I need to release? And then another good one is, what's one action I can take to create this? So again, that is taking your mind in that positive Forward thinking, how do I want this to be? How do I want to feel direction? How would it feel if I had boundaries around my time and energy? So this is really looking at kind of your kind of your life and what time you have. You know, if you're constantly saying yes when you mean no, that's an area that you need to start looking at boundaries in so that you are protecting your your time and your energy. And then the last one that I normally kind of get my clients to journal on is am I listening to my inner wisdom, my inner guidance, or am I too focused upon the voices of others? And I think that's a really um, powerful one to journal on because often we are just trying to please other people and we're so conditioned not to put our needs first. You know, of course we want to be kind, caring individuals, but you know, there has to be that balance. So are we too preoccupied with what other people might think about us or, you know, what they may do, as opposed to really thinking about what works best for me. So as I said, I'll pop those in the show notes below in case anybody would like to use those journal prompts. And, you know, like I said, journaling really is an effective way to gain clarity and insight into our lives. And I really recommend doing this daily. I suggest this to my clients and it's something that I do too. Now, another technique you can use is on the same lines as journaling but um, it's more scripting but it's writing about your perfect day now I feel this is a really good one if you're maybe initially stuck there going oh well how how do I want things to look so with writing about your perfect day it's working on the same premise that your mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality but in a journaling form so what you do is simply start by writing out how you want your life to be but writing with no ifs or buts, so it's like not like, oh, it would be great if this happened, but, oh, you know, that person wouldn't allow that. It's it's about writing it specifically. How do you want to be? How do you want to be? And I always say you can get like really Disney over this. You can get as creative as you want. Just let your pen flow on the page. And it really starts to spark your imagination. And it's really fun as well. Just as a side note, this technique, like writing out your perfect day, is Is brilliant for lots of different areas of your life. So, if maybe you're kind of not sure the direction you want to kind of take your life in as a whole, just getting creative and writing, well, how would my ideal morning look if I wasn't doing this job or I wasn't feeling this way? Um, And when you start writing, you do find as your pen just starts to flow on the page and you can just really come up with some amazing things. And you can then kind of go back over it and kind of reread it regularly to remind yourself how you want to be and feel or you could write it out and just put it to one side it's really personal to you but like I said get creative write out how do I want to be how do I want to feel and again when we're making really significant changes in our lives such as setting boundaries which again like I said for most of us may be really out of our comfort zone it is so important with any change to be consistent and strict with our daily mindset routines So making sure that we're really doing the things that we know support us to feel that most authentic, aligned versions of ourselves. Um, Again, as I've said, our minds do not like change. It feels unfamiliar. It's going to really try and convince us to revert back to those old familiar ways of being, thinking and feeling, even if intellectually, we know they're just not conducive with who we want to be and where we want to go. So when we're making changes, just to kind of keep those negative thoughts at bay, having that consistent mindset routine is absolutely crucial. Um, So like I said, making sure you're getting to bed, exercising, eating properly, surrounding yourselves with positive people, listening to positive podcasts and audiobooks, just absorbing as much positive, inspiring and uplifting content as you possibly can. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been useful to some of you listening. Um, But if you are really struggling with boundaries or just finding this time of year in general, really, really hard to kind of cope with, then I do offer a free call to all clients. So this call is no obligation. It is just an opportunity for us to talk in more detail about how you're feeling and how sessions with me could help to support you and move you forward so that you can you know, free yourself of how you're feeling these negative emotions or help you to set boundaries so you can feel, you know, you can just enjoy your life more. So if that is something you would be interested in, I'll pop all my details below. Also below are all my um, social media handles. So if you want to find out more about myself or my work, you can access those there. And if you did find this episode useful, I would really appreciate it if you downloaded it or you know shared it to your social media or with somebody else who you feel may also find it useful and if you haven't already please leave a review it really really helps me to push this podcast out to more people um, again who will find it useful so I hope you all have an amazing week and I will speak to you all again very soon take care